Koinonia, Christian fellowship, communion with God and with fellow Christians. Koinonia, an association of people who share common beliefs and activities. This is Koinonia. This is Community. And now, your host, Tom Brown. Dr. Greg Smalley joining us again here on Koinonia, and it's always a delight and pleasure as long as you don't bring up, you know, my bad DJ experience for our, 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 one, uh, our one event together back, well, actually before you and Aaron even knew each other. So I feel like that when uh, I have you on the phone and we get to talk marriage, I get to say, yeah, I, I've seen them grow. I've seen them. And uh, that's why I like having them on. But, uh, Greg, welcome to Coinonia. Hey, thank you, Tom, so much. Yeah, you were there at the beginning, way before the beginning. So it's been fun, our friendship over the years, and just to see what you're doing professionally as well. So yeah, it's, for having me. it's really cool how God has directed our steps in so many ways, and then he you know, brings us back together in ways that we never would have thought. Uh, give us... Uh, for those that haven't heard you on Focus on the Family or on this program, just real quickly, a little of your background and uh, how you and Aaron ended up in marriage ministry, and then we'll uh, talk about our topic today. Yeah, after we both graduated from Grand Canyon University with you, we uh, let's see, I went on to Denver Seminary, and that's where Aaron and I got married. So we were there, we had got pregnant with our first daughter there, and then ended up doing a doctorate um, in psychology at Biola University, so spent some time in Southern California. And then um, well, we moved to the Midwest and started some ministries around counseling and helping couples in crisis called Hope Restored. And then focus on the families, President Jim Daly and I bumped into each other at the Dallas airport. <laughs> and he was just talking to me, asking me what I was up to. Um, little did I know, he was actually searching for a couple who could come in and, and kind of head up the marriage department at Focus. And so I remember calling Aaron from the airplane going, man, it's the weirdest thing. You, I'm just talking to Jim Daly. I thought I was being inter- interviewed for a job. It was strange. <laughs> and And just, you know, as he kind of cast a vision for – what he was really wanting to see and where focus on the family was going, Aaron and I just fell in love with that. And so now we've been out here in Colorado Springs for the past 10 years. I did not know the airport meeting story. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was it, it was wild. And, and, and what was even crazier is that maybe a couple of weeks before that, Aaron and I had had a little retreat, just the two of us praying, God, what do you want for us? How can we use our marriage? Like, what's the next season of ministry going to look like? And then kind of the things that we really felt passionate about, those were the exact things that Jim Daly talked about. And so it was, it was it, you know, it's not surprising how God prepares and works, but it was a little eerie yeah, and, and just right on. And we've absolutely loved it. I love working for Jim Daly. Just, he's such an amazing leader. And, and just the, what we've been able to do here together at Focus, you know, working um, on helping people keep their marriages strong and when they're in trouble, making sure that they can get the help that they need. So we love it. That's fantastic. Uh, Dr. Greg Smalley is my guest, and we're talking about 
marriages post COVID. Uh, I know that's a, that's a, a headline that I don't, I don't like it when uh, headline people make a clickbait, but you know, we, it, that is the reality of where we're at. We're in a situation where some of us have, have been put into uh, close quarters for a very long period of time. And uh, there's some winnowing that has gone on. Yeah. And as things continue to ease up as far as restrictions, you know, and, and as we go back, maybe work full-time, in-person, that kind of thing, it's just, it's it's easy to get caught back up in the the rat race, the the busyness. Um, you know, that's when Aaron and I look back on the last year, that's one of the things that's been different for us is that, you know, life slowed down. And, and, and we keep saying, man, how will we guard that? How will we do this differently? And it's required that, that she and I, Talk about that and go, what, what, what could we do differently? And just so we don't get caught up in the, the, the busyness, the, those, that fast-moving current that, that's, that's always there and, and really guard against that kind of stuff. Because I mean, I've, I've loved being, you know, working from home, working remotely. So is Aaron. I mean, I've just had, so we've had so much more time together Aaron and I also used it as a time to, to, to grow, and we went in and got some marriage counseling because I think for a lot of people, there was a big spotlight. So think of a, a theater stage to where you've got one of those you know, huge spotlights. I think for a lot of couples, that spotlight was shown, shined upon them, and, and it revealed maybe some things that we got good over the years at, at ignoring, hiding kind of being oblivious to and that was true for Aaron and I and so we we met with a counselor and we did that you know virtually at times we were able to go into an office at times and it really really made a difference in in our marriage and so that it's it's that sort of momentum that that I keep telling Aaron but I want to continue that how do we how do we keep that going and uh, tell us about this book yeah, so it, it's always a, a great thing to release a brand new book during a worldwide pandemic. By the way, so that worked out really well. Oh wow! Um, you know, really, the, the the thought behind it was when when Aaron and I would travel, we'd hear and work with couples. We just hear over and over and over again, "Hey, we love each other, we're committed to each other," but man, we feel disconnected. We just feel like married roommates. You know, we're we're great business partner in this business of our marriage or family, but yet something's missing in terms of the closeness that that we long for. You know, all of us, as we walked down the aisle and stood before the altar on our wedding day, you know, I don't think any of us thought, man, I can't wait till we're disconnected. Can't wait to to feel like we're we're married roommates. Because that's such a lonely experience. And, And part of what what Aaron and I then wanted to do was to go, okay, so if people are feeling like roommates, like why? What, what's going on? You know, for some, they're just so busy. They've got really young kids or taking care of some elderly parents. You know, job situation just keeps them super busy. You know, for others, they've just gotten really good at investing in, in all kinds of other things. And, and all of a sudden, you see a, a marriage where they they feel lonely. You know, you can you can be riding in the same cars, sleeping in the same bed, existing in the same home and feel 
like you're on different planets. Mm-hmm. You can still feel isolated within that, that marriage. And I don't want to feel isolated. I don't want to feel disconnected. And I certainly don't want to feel alone. And so it's just, you know, for, for Aaron and I, we've, we've dealt with that. Um, that you'll, you'll, Tom, you'll find this funny in a sad sort of way. Um, about eight years into our marriage, um, Aaron sat me down right after I had released my first marriage book called The Marriage You've Always Dreamed Of. Uh-huh. So keep, keep that title in mind right. yep. because she sits me down, big tears, just crying, going, man, I, I, I am so unhappy in this marriage. I, I feel so alone. I feel so disconnected from you. And and it was like she was saying, this certainly is far from the marriage that I've dreamed of. And here, I'm supposed to be doing, you know, media interviews, you know, talking about this new book that, that my wife doesn't even remotely feel like, like she has. And that was a, that was a big wake-up call for me. And, and so a lot of the things that Aaron and I have learned over the years as far as how do we really stay deeply connected and, and maintain that, that, that strong friendship is really what, what we're trying to, to unpack in that book, going, we just want to keep giving real simple, real easy things that someone can do that's, that's going to help them stay connected. Right. I have, over my 30-plus years of marriage, I, I joked, at seven years, I realized I didn't know anything. And at <laughs> 14, 14 years, I realized that I hadn't learned anything from when I didn't know anything. And then at 21 years, it started to kind of make a little bit of sense and start moving forward just a little bit. And I want to go, I want to do a callback to something you said earlier you and Aaron, you're the vice president of marriage at Focus on the Family. You two went and saw a marriage counselor. Absolutely. And the reason I want to bring that up is because if you're in a marriage right now and you're thinking, gosh, you know, we're leaders in the church or we do this. And if we get help, if we go get a um, consultation or get into counseling, boy, we're going to lose all of our credibility. And I I just, you know, as I used to say, Tiger Woods needed a swing coach, right? I mean, when he was killing everybody by dozens of strokes, it seemed like. That's why you exist there at Focus on the Family, is to be a resource and to be a help. Right. And that's why I tell people, would you rather maintain some, false image anyway because no one's perfect everybody has issues or would you rather be closer better friends you know have a deeper connection and and that requires that we keep working on our marriage and there's times where you know Aaron and I are dealing with something and we just we want the wisdom from from someone else you know I I can I see it one way, she sees it another. I think I'm right, she thinks she's right. And so just to be able to go into a, a good Christian counselor and go, you know, it help us think this through. And, and, and even this last time, what was really good, um, we had to go back into a situation that happened early on in our marriage and, and revisit um, some of the grief that still existed for Aaron around that. And 
and every part of me wanted to go, uh, that's like 20 years ago. Hello. Yeah. Why, why are we going well, back? Let's move on. Right. And, and yet, you know, it, like you were saying, I mean, the longer I'm married, the more I realized that, that those are opportunities. And it was an opportunity for me to care about how my wife felt, how she saw that, what her experience was, and just to go to a place of, of empathy. But what I realized, it's so hard for me to do that without defending myself. Right. That's why we went to see a counselor yeah. to go, can you kind of be here to help guide us? Yeah. And, and we know how to do this, and we know the techniques, and we teach on it. But, but it was amazing just to have someone there who just was able to say, so Greg, do you hear, do you hear what she's saying right now? Yeah, this, this, and this. And, no, 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 Let's, <laughs> I, I, I hear something deeper. Really? Oh. What do you hear? Oh, Aaron was like, amen, brother. Thank you. And it, it was, just, it was that kind of <laughs> yeah. thing that, wow. that it's just so good. And, and that's why we, uh, you know, I, when I hear my pastor talk about going in to get counseling, I, I I'm telling you, it, it, it it so keeps me open to hearing what he has to say because it makes him real. It makes him honest. It makes him vulnerable. It makes him normal. Right. You know, I can relate to that versus if we're trying to maintain some ridiculous image that I've got it all together and we don't need help. Other people do. I, I just, people won't connect with that. Right. And I love that God's going to use our story. You know the the hard times, the 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 the, the times that that he really showed up and walked us through whatever it was, and, and he's going to use that, and and people are are going to you know take something from whatever he's teaching us. So that's why I I'm with you, Tom. We we got to get past this, so we don't need counseling, and just say let's let's make 2001, or I'm sorry, 2000. <laughs> Yeah, you wish. <laughs> wow. Let's make <laughs> 2021, you know, a year that, that we take another, you know, step forward in our marriage. Let's let's grow. Yeah. And that requires counseling. That requires a book. That requires a conference. Pick something. Yeah. And then just do it. Well, give us those uh, uh, details and where people can go right now uh, to get more information and uh, take that next step. Yeah, what's really cool is you can call Focus on the Family for free, so 800-A-FAMILY, and, and you can talk to one of our counselors for free, and then that counselor can also help you find a good Christian counselor in your area. Focus, we have this enormous referral network of good, vetted Christian counselors. You can find that online, so just come to FocusOnTheFamily.com or give us a call and, and take that next step. And, and again, let's let's all... Take advantage of some of the things that that, that that we've learned through this past year and just keep going. And let's just keep growing as a couple. Amen. Always a delight. Thank you so much. Look forward to our next chat, sir. Hey, thanks, Tom. Always love being on with you. <laughs>